Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams here, hosting Right Side Radio from 2 to 5 every day, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Glad to have you with us. Hope you enjoyed the opening Right Side Way. Uh, Yeah, we do have some freaky finances in the state of Alabama. Um, I guess every state's got their version, but you know what? Alabama seems to have one that is unique, and weirdness is like exacerbated by the way we do it. Um, hey, listen, before I go any further, though, let me tell you about my friends at Otter Creek Farm. If you have not heard me talk about it, hear this. Otter Creek Farm is an amazing place. It's one of the best-kept secrets in North Alabama. It is so cool. It's, it's basically it's a wing-shooting destination. It's a, uh, a wedding venue. It's a, a, a fine dining experience. It's all of that wrapped up in beautiful facilities on hundreds of manicured acres in Northeast Alabama. Donald Trump Jr. stayed there not long ago. That's how good it is. It was featured in Garden and Gun Magazine. That's how good it is. Go check out their website. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is the website. It is some kind of something. You want to see it. And uh, I love going out there, man. That place is awesome. Otter Creek Farm. That's OtterCreekFarmstead.com is the website. Check them out. Hey, uh, we, we got, we got, we got, Plenty to talk about here today. I mean, I'm trying to figure out even almost where to start. We're going to stick with finances, though. Finances are a thing. Um, Copper, so you, you had never heard of uh, me talk about, or you had never heard of the show Roseanne, but you heard me talk about that crazy scene from how they paid their bills that one time. Did you catch <laughs> yeah. that? Not the way we're supposed to do it. Don't recommend that. Do not, like, send your power bill to the water company on purpose. It's not good. Yeah, I wonder if... What what the modern equivalent would be? The the modern equivalent of Roseanne. Yes, since so much stuff is digital these days, people aren't mailing checks as much anymore. Oh, of that. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Have you ever written a check, Copper? Like, do you write checks yeah, at all? Have yeah, you ever? of course. Okay. Oh, of course. Like you say that, like it's a thing. Just, okay. just rarely. You know? <laughs> well, there was a day when literally to say, to pay the bills, I had to sit down at the desk. I had a notebook. I had a ledger. I kept track of where they went. I wrote checks for every one of them. I put it in an envelope. I had to fill out the little invoice thing with how much I was sending in. I had to lick a stamp, put it on there, put the return address on the envelope, and take it to the post office or drop it in the mailbox, one or the other. It was a chore. It was a chore. I bet. And, yeah, and now I do everything online. I go online, I go clickety-clickety-click, pay this, pay this, pay this, pay this, pay now. And they get paid, which is probably still not the way a lot of people do it. Most folks set them up on auto draft or whatever else a lot of times, too. I know. It's just, you know, it's what I do. It's the way we do it. Yep. But it's, it's, it's you know, I remember my grandmother going with her because when it came time to pay the bills, uh, she got in the car. She, she had her bills in different envelopes, and she drove to each location. And she paid her phone bill at the local Bell South office. And then she drove to the bank and she paid her house payment. And then she drove to the power company, paid her power bill. And it was just, you know, she was going to watch somebody take that money and count it. And that's the way my granny paid her bills. But that's old school, old school. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way it happens. But yeah, so in Alabama, did you know, Copper, that we have two budgets? I, I think I've heard that before. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, and it's pretty frustrating because people think that the legislature goes down there and decides how we're going to spend the money. Not really. Not really. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's, it's almost, it's almost a foregone thing when you get there. Um, there's really very little appropriation authority left in the Alabama budget processes. And, uh, 
you know, I get it. Some things are going to be earmarked because they come attached to federal funds. But it's also amazing, by the way, how much Alabama is reliant upon federal funds to do its business. And yet a lot of people don't realize we've got a massive, massive multi-billion dollar rainy day fund uh, that's uh, earned from oil and gas revenues uh, offshore of our Gulf Coast. And uh, so we're not at all destitute. In fact, we're probably one of the more financially solvent states in the nation, I would dare say. And yet, here we are, constantly having to do a budget uh, that is split up into two pieces. And, and these are your tax dollars. And when your tax dollars go down there, what a lot of people don't realize is it was set up a long time ago. 1927 is what I said earlier. 1927, they set up the budget, and income taxes and sales taxes were both fairly new things. And so they were assigned to the education budget. Well, everything else, like property taxes and all those things, were assigned to the general fund, which is, means we, we call them growth taxes. So in a good economy, if you had to pick a guess here, Copper, in a good economy, like when people are earning more or spending more, uh, which one do you think goes up, sales tax or property tax? Sales tax. Sales tax. It's called a growth tax. Because the sales tax goes up, more money comes in for education. So in a booming economy, education benefits, but the rest of the state does not. Really, the state should benefit as a whole. When things are great, everything should be great, er, at least. But uh, that's not the way we're set up. Not in Alabama. Um, and we got to sometime or another, we got to address that. We got to begin to break that down and put things into a proper order so that we can, we can literally see things more clearly. And our legislature has the ability. It was one of those frustrating aspects of my eight years in the state Senate was watching the budget processes be almost a foregone conclusion before you even started. Anyway. Hey, folks, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM is WVNN, the News Talk giant. This is Right Side Radio. Lots more coming. You stay tuned. My friend Justin Bogie's calling in. We're going to talk finances. It's freaky. You're going to like it. Right Side Radio.